Hello. Today on Soundtrack Alley Spotlight, I'll be discussing Bill and Ted's excellent adventure from 1989. It's a fun ride and I'll be talking a little bit about the plot and some on the background and of course the score by David Newman. Sit back, relax, because it starts now. Hello, I am your host and guide, Randy Andrews. Today, as has been mentioned, I'm discussing Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I love this movie, and I found myself re-quoting it at work lately. I really enjoy the science fiction aspects of the movie, but also the great comedy and action-adventure of it. It truly is a wonderful 80s movie. Would you like to know what the plot of this movie is, in case you've never heard of it? Here you go. In a small town of San Dimas, a few miles away from L.A., there are two nearly brain-dead teenage boys going by the names of Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan. They have a dream together of starting their own rock and roll band called the Wild Stallions. Unfortunately, they're still in high school and on the verge of falling out of their school as well. And if they don't pass their upcoming history report, they will be separated as a result of Ted's father sending him to military school. But what Bill and Ted do not know is that they must stay together to save the future. So a man from the future named Rufus came to help them pass a report. So both Bill and Ted decided to gather up historical figures which they need for their report. They are hoping that this will help them pass their report so they can stay together. So let's talk a little bit about the film before discussing the score. The phone booth time machine in the film was given away as a contest prize in Nintendo Power magazine as the magazine was promoting a then new Bill & Ted game for the NES. For years, Keanu Reeves lamented that his epitaph would be, Here lies Keanu Reeves. He played Ted. (laughs) All the figures that Bill and Ted pick up through history are shown on the blackboard in the opening scene. Also in the film, Bill and Ted claim that they need Edward Van Halen in their band to make it better. After the film was released, he jokingly said he would have joined their band if they had asked. When Napoleon finishes his water slide presentation at the end of the movie, Ted looks up and says, I don't think it's going to work. If you look closely at the maps, you can see that Napoleon is actually diagramming the French invasion of Russia, Napoleon Bonaparte's most disastrous defeat. In April 2013, Alex Winter commented on George Carlin's casting. He was a very happy accident. They were going to 
have serious people first, like Sean Connery and someone had the idea, well, we started shooting and we thought of George Carlin. The whole movie was a happy accident and no one thought it would ever see the light of day. Now, Edward Solomon and Chris Matheson wrote the script over the course of just four days. They wrote it by hand on notepaper during a series of meetings at a couple of local coffee shops. In 2005, the box set, Bill and Ted's Most Excellent Collection, it features some of those handwritten notes. That would be cool to have. There are some 70 uses of dude throughout the movie, as well as 30 of excellent. Originally, Alex Winter auditioned for the role of Ted and Keanu Reeves auditioned for the role of Bill. C. Salas, who is the guitar hand double for Rufus, during the jam session at the end of the movie, was the person that they got. And he's been throughout so many rock and roll Hall of Famers, it's too numerous to mention, but you must check out his site. Rufus never introduces himself to Bill and Ted. It's the future Bill and Ted who introduce him to their past selves at the Circle K, which is cool. In the 1991 interview, Ed Solomon said the characters of Bill and Ted were originally envisioned as 14-year-old skinny guys with low-rider bell-bottoms and heavy metal t-shirts who were despised by popular kids at school. Casting Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter changed the filmmaker's image of the characters because once you cast Alex and Keanu, who look like pretty cool guys, that was hard to believe. Most of the historical figures Bill and Ted brought back with them all died horrifically. Several characters, including Socrates, Joan of Arc, Billy the Kid, and Abraham Lincoln, were either executed or assassinated. Sigmund Freud died by assisted suicide, and Napoleon Bonaparte's death in house arrest has sometimes been believed to be the result of arsenic poisoning. Genghis Khan and Ludwig von Beethoven, however, are generally held to have died completely of natural deaths. Bill says, let's reach out and touch someone, before they use the booth for the very first time. An old slogan from Bell System Phone Company, and it was associated with their advertising campaign that introduced touchstone push-button telephones in the 1960s. It resulted in massive sales of the new technology, which coincided with a major upgrade to telephone systems throughout the U.S. and eventually the world. Bill's philosophy to Socrates, All we are is dust in the wind, dude, is a line from Dust in the Wind by Kansas. Socrates' response is, Like sands of the hourglass, such are the days of our lives. You may re recall that being the classic voiceover for the soap opera, Days of Our Lives. Chris Matheson didn't intend for this to be a science fiction movie. I try to consciously fight it out of a desire to break away, but maybe I have a prediction toward that because of my dad. Matheson sold told Starlog magazine of the inevitable fantasy elements that emerged. He's a great writer and craftsman and always has suggestions. In fact, it was his father Richard Matheson's idea that the time travel story be its own movie, 
We were going to write a sketch film with this one as one of the skits. But my dad said, that sounds like a whole movie, Matheson recalled, and he was right. Now this is kind of cool. The punk rock band Atar The Ataris wrote a song based on Ox's report. The song is titled San Dimas High School Football Rules, but has nothing to do with the film. There's a picture of Ted's t-shirt is the cover photo for Van Halen's Why Can't This Be Love single for sale during the Van Halen 5150 tour and very commonly seen on Van Halen's fans in the late 1980s. This was Sammy Hagar's first tour with Van Halen after replacing David Lee Roth. The Circle K is in San Dimas, California at the corner of Walnut and Bonita Avenues. The scenes at the convenience store were at least particularly filmed at the Circle K at the northwest corner of Southern and Hardy in Tempe, Arizona. I didn't even Tempe know that Tempe, Arizona had a Circle K. I'll have to visit there. The piece of music, Two Heads Are Better Than One, was created, credited to Power Tool. This song is, in fact, the work of Matthew and Gunnar Nelson, the sons of legendary rock and roll icon Ricky Nelson, who would go on to success in their own band, Nelson. Ironically, the film was released by the company called Nelson Entertainment. There's an Australian band, Space Desert, and it has an EP called Forrest Gump 2. It's, none of the songs are about Forrest Gump. It's in fact about Bill and Ted and even quotes lines from the film and include a snippet of the interview with Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter explaining the meaning of the word bodacious. Now if you try to find that album, contact me. I'd like to hear it. The film was originally going to end with Bill and Ted taking the princesses to the prom. When they first meet, Ted asks them to the prom, and the photo of the British VHS cover from 1997 suggests this scene was filmed but deleted. Including Bill and Ted, there are 10 people in the phone booth at the end. The world record is 25 male students set in Durban, South Africa in 1959. Now, I like how Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure not only was a movie, but it was also a board game by Steve Jackson Games, and it was also a cartoon show. And most recently, fairly recently anyway, it was an actual six-issue comic book. When Bill and Ted leave Napoleon with Deacon, there's a balloon in the background that says, Party on, dude. The rescue scene of Bill and Ted, their comrades pretending to be executioners and escaping on a horse-drawn carriage, is the same way that D'Artagnan is rescued in The Three Musketeers, which was also directed by Stephen Herrick. The score to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is composed by David Newman, and his work is surprisingly good. There are several tracks that really show the full work of what he can do for the film, even though it was initially a comedy, and he wove some excellent cues into the score. There is a main motif that David Newman used during many of the cues of the film, and let's hear a few of these cues with our first section, starting with Rufus Arrives, A Lot More Than That, Austria, 
1805, and Short Dead Dude. I like how we hear this specific motif throughout these beginning cues, and I hope you can hear it as well when you listen for it. I hope you enjoy this.
Next, I'd like to play Brawl in Ancient Greece, Medieval England, Meet the Princesses, and Execute Them. I really like how the fun time travel motif is played with romantic overtones when they meet the princesses. And I also enjoy the action pieces in this whole section. And I hope you do too.
sadly, we've come down to another end of Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. I'd like to thank Alexander Shebel for composing Soundtrack Alley's theme music. You can find his work at xanderscores.com. Lastly today, I'd like to play some of the last cues from the film. I'll play Mall Mayhem, Wild Speech Montage, Jailbreak, and Thank You San Dimas High. You can find all the soundtrack goodness on my site, SoundtrackAlley.com, and you can email me at SoundtrackAlley at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at SoundtrackAlley, and I'm now on Spotify, so check out the podcast on there as well. So enjoy this suite of music, and until next time, happy listening.
Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. I hope you've enjoyed it, and if you're on iTunes, please rate and review the show. It really helps Soundtrack Alley Spotlight get noticed. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley. If you are an Apple podcast, please give the show a five-star rating. Check out the content over at SoundtrackAlley.com, as well as Cinematic Sound Radio, where most of my new material is posted. If you have a comment, question, or concern, please email me at SoundtrackAlley at gmail.com.